Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings and it is Friday the 28th of October. And as usual, with all the information contained in this podcast, it is general advice only. So please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right, well, let's kick off today with uh, the US markets. We'll give a bit of a roundup. Dow Jones closing up up. Let's get this straight first. Up 194 points or 0.61%, mainly driven by a good result from Caterpillar. That's the fifth day of wins. However, it was off its high, which was 549 points up. Its low was 154 up, so not far off its lows. But let's get to the bad news, shall we? NASDAQ was down 1.6%. 178 points, 10,793. The S&P 500 in the middle for diddle as usual, down 0.6 of a percent. And VIX volatility index rising slightly, 0.4 of a percent to 27.39. But what happened after hours is probably more uh, relevant to our market. We did see uh, Amazon absolutely smashed after hours. We did see Amazon come out with some very disappointing numbers. After hours, and as a result, we saw uh, NASDAQ futures being walloped and Amazon down close to 20%. Still trading on around 80 forward PE, though. We also, after hours, we had Apple results as well coming out. And that despite the bit of a swoon at the uh, open when the results first dropped, uh, they did pick themselves up and were flat last time I saw the number from Apple. So not so bad results from Apple, but certainly a bit of a shocker from Amazon, and that's now another brick taken out of the wall uh, with Google, Alphabet, Microsoft, uh, Facebook, and now Amazon all in trouble and share prices down across the board. So not such good news. Dow futures currently at the moment uh, are up uh, 163 points. Don't think that's right. Uh, But uh, we do have uh, NASDAQ futures will be coming up in a minute, and I suspect they will show a big big loss there uh, as we uh, digest 350 points uh, is the Nasdaq futures as we digest those Amazon results which were pretty bad Uh, so uh, not good news there in terms of other things happening last night we did see the US dollar pushing back up again 0.81 percent to 110.56 Aussie dollar coming off slightly 64.54 our spy futures showing a loss of 26 points so giving it a little back, but uh, I guess taking some heart from the Dow. Uh, and we did that get that Caterpillar result, surging the most in two years after the company said it sold more of its iconic yellow bulldozers and Tonka trucks than analysts had expected. So that was some good news there for Caterpillar, but it really was bad news for the big tech sector. Uh, that is uh, pretty brutal with Amazon, as I say, close to 20% down. Uh, We did see Facebook's parent, Meta, has now collapsed by $676 billion this year. And Mark Zuckerberg's personal fortune has dropped by $100 billion uh, this year. Uh, The Meta Reality Labs division, well, that lost over $9 billion in the first three quarters. 
and both Morgan Stanley and a couple of other brokers who I haven't heard of in the US have downgraded Meta, citing increased spending. But Apple's results were slightly better uh, than the rest of them, at least they didn't crater, reported revenue and profit that topped Wall Street targets, although iPhone sales were not as strong as some analysts had predicted, but the new iPhone is only included for a small part of that. Mac sales doing well uh, was the saving grace, up uh, 11.5 billion US, which was way ahead of the 9.36 that the market had been going for. So some good news there. Looking at tech stocks in the market in US time, we had Apple down 3%, as I say, pretty flat after hours, uh, but Meta was down 24.6%. Google down 2.8%. Microsoft down 2%. Amazon was down 4.1% in normal trade and then got smacked 18-19% after hours on the back of the results. Tesla held up remarkably well. Twitter was up 0.6%. Tesla up 0.2%. Netflix only down 06 And the US Bank slightly better. JP Morgan up 04 we had Citi up uh, 0.07, Goldman's up 0.44%, Bank of America up half a percent, and the artist formerly known as Square Block was up 1.3%. US 10 years continue to fall, uh, 3.927, and the two years up 4.282%. Treasuries were firm, uh, that dollar index firm as well. Gold was uh, down slightly on the back of that firmer US dollar. And we did see from the US last night, we had a confusing GDP number came out. 2.6% in the third quarter, better than expected. 2.3% was expected. So that certainly helped the optimistic sentiment in the US that they will avoid the recession. It looks like their economy is still doing pretty well. And it does make life interesting for the Fed next week. They had a narrowing trade deficit and increases in consumer spending and government outlays. So the government is spending money while the Federal Reserve wants people to stop spending money. So the push me pull you of the have from central banks and governments continues a little bit in the US. Initial jobless claims also claimed a small beat. And uh, September core durable goods orders posted surprise contraction. So mixed messages from the US. That's for sure makes the Fed's job next week just that little bit harder. As far as Europe goes last night, we had the ECB. They raised rates by 75 basis points and has withdrawn support for European banks. The stock's 600 was pretty flat. The FTSE was up 0.25, Germany up 0.12, France down 0.5, Spain up 0.6%. And Credit Suisse had a bit of a nasty night on the back of their yet another restructuring. As far as uh, commodities go, overnight we had Brent crude up 1.3%, dollar 27 to 96.96. Uh, WTI up 1.3%, a dollar 17 to 89.09. Gold, as I say, down 3.60.22%. In base metals, copper down half a percent, nickel down 1.3, aluminium down 1.9, zinc down 1, lead down 2.1, and tin down 1.4%. Iron ore continues to head lower, down 0.8 of a percent. And on Dalian Iron Ore Futures Markets yesterday, it was down around 2.3%. It's the lowest level in more than two years on mounting concerns over global steel demand. And uh, prices in Singapore on Thursday fell to more than 50% of their peak 
in March. So a long way down there. Our mining shares, uh, BHP and Rio, both easier in ADR trade. And I have to say, I was somewhat confused yesterday with uh, iron ore selling off, but BHP was quite strong. Not so last night. BHP was down 2.3% in ADR terms and Rio down 3.8% in ADRs. And the rest of the mining sector, a little bit easier. Freeport down one8 Alcoa down 2.9. Anglo down 2. Glencore down 2.9. Vale down 2.7. And Arbomile uh, pretty much unchanged. So our SPY futures showing minus 26. Certainly it will be uh, consolidating today. Hopefully above the 6,800 level. But you have to say that the risks are rising. We do have the Fed next week. We have the RBA next week. We have the Melbourne Cup next week as well with the holiday in Victoria. And we do have uh, a slew of banking results, not least of which was Macquarie that have kicked off the results this morning. And I have to say, it looks like Macquarie once again have done their usual trick in terms of uh, under-promising and over-delivering. They made a net profit of $2.3 billion, up 13% on the first half of 2022, down 13% on the second half of 2022, which was an extraordinarily good half for them. International income, 72% of total income. And assets under management rose 3%. So good news there. Interim dividend of $3 per share, 40% franked, which represents a payout ratio of 50%. So not a bad effort from Macquarie. Uh, they last, last November, they paid $2.72. They're now paying $3. So shareholders should be pretty happy with that result. Uh, so far. In other news today, uh, let's have a little look. In other news today, we have got um, a slew once again of uh, results, etc., coming out from uh, from the market. And uh, we do have some downgrades and upgrades. Silver Lake Resources has reported Q1 production, 59,935,000 ounces of gold and 273 tons of copper. Karoon Energy, K-A-R, has been upgraded to overweight from underweight at Jardins. Westgold downgraded to neutral from outperform at Macquarie. Fortescue upgraded to outperform from sell at CLSA. Car sales, AGM today as well, told their shareholders they're very pleased. How very good of them. How very pleased they are with how FY23 has started across the Australian and international businesses. And ResMed's numbers are out as well. Revenue increased 5%. To 950.3 million US and the first quarter, and the comp- company's operating profit also grew around 5%. Gross margins expanded by 90 basis points, so that will certainly help the market in terms of sentiment there. And uh, we have Nitro is upgraded to a buy from a hold at Shaw, and looking at other. Uh, Macquarie Group has provided an outlook in its presentation, continues to maintain a cautious stance with a conservative approach to capital, funding and liquidity, the positions as well to respond to the current environment. As far as uh, Macquarie Capital goes, uh, transaction activities expect to be substantially down on the record FY22. And commodity income, including the impact of timing of income recognition on gas and power, transport is expected to be up following a strong first half 23. So it looks like uh, commodities still uh, one of the stars of the show there for Macquarie. So a good result all round for Macquarie. The initial uh, opening price is looking like uh, 
168 bucks odd, so it's up around two dollars. But we shall wait and see what happens close to the time. It's got plenty of time for uh, orders to be put in as it's only 20 to 8 at the moment. 20 to 9 rather. Well, that's it from me today. Hope you have a great day and may the trading gods be with you. <laughs>